welcome to another episode of the Tech Preacher Uncut, baby. Man, I listen, man, Techtober is over. And uh, it was pretty interesting, you know what I'm saying? We got a lot on the docket this week, right? We're going to talk about Apple MacBooks. You know, they had a keynote address. If you didn't know, it's all over YouTube. Also, we're going to talk about one of the proclaimed best foldables of 2023, the OnePlus Open, right? We're going to talk about that. And also, we're going to talk about kind of sad news about the CEO of uh, Microsoft say they kind of regret giving up window, giving up on Windows Phone. And lastly, on the docket, we're going to talk about my experience so far with the Unihertz Tank 3. So let's get into it, baby. That's what I'm talking about. Welcome to another episode of Uncut. Oh, man. That's what I'm talking about, baby. Man. Listen, man, it's been a great week, right? Uh, it's been good. If you follow me on Spotify, uh, you're listening to this podcast, the audio and the video version of, pod, uh, of this podcast on Spotify on, on Thursdays. Also, on Apple Podcasts and Android Podcasts, wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. I am there, baby. I am there. I am available on all your favorite podcasts. So that is a good thing. Listen, man, Techtober was really good, man. I mean, we got all the tech toys that we get every year. Uh, and But before Techtober was over, Apple, Apple dropped a unusual keynote address uh, <laughs> un, unusual, and it was late later in the daytime, uh, at night actually, uh, to some people. So Apple came out and they unveiled the M3 processors for their MacBooks, uh, MacBook Pros, right? The M3, the M3 Pro, and the M3 Max. Uh, now this new technology, also with new GPUs, uh, is leaps and bounds of what we've had on intel and it was so crazy if you watch the keynote address apple actually took some jabs at intel uh you know what I'm saying about performance and battery life and stuff like that look man i am not a iphone fan right i'm an android fan but when it comes down to the macbooks the ipads and everything else the computers man whoo it's no denying that when Apple released the M1 Max, it brought things to the next level. For me, I struggled on high-end Intel PCs to just do basic editing. And I'm talking about, you know, i7 processors, I mean, all the all the RAM you want, dedicated GPUs, but I still had issues editing my videos. So what I did was I got a Mac Mini. M1 Mac Mini, right? It was insane. M1 Mac Mini, 16 gigs of RAM. And it outperformed a I, my i7 dedicated graphics, 24 gigs of RAM, and everything else in between. I mean, it outperformed it next to none. So uh, I got the, the Mac Studio, right? The Mac Studio M1. And it has been phenomenal when it comes down to editing and you know, doing all kinds of, you know, tasks and stuff like that. Listen, I just felt that I didn't need have the didn't have the need to get the M2 because the M1 was just that great. 
But now with the M3, do you really, do I really need that kind of power? Because right now I have no problems with my M1. So I'm going to wait and see. I don't know. I don't know if I'm going to, you know, take that giant leap to get an M3 because my M1 is phenomenal. So, but if you are interested, they, they did release IMAX, right? Uh, same colors, but they're going to get the M3 processor, 8 core, 10 core, up to 24 gigs of RAM uh, memory. Uh... And listen, man, I, the only problem that I have that Apple didn't do, right, they, they stuck on the 24-inch iMac. What happened to the 27-inch iMac, or, you know, or maybe going up to a 32-inch iMac? And I understand they have the uh, the, the studio uh, monitors and stuff like that, that if you wanted to get something bigger, go down and get the Apple monitors. So I do understand that play. But, man, a 27-inch shit would have been a sweet spot for a lot of people, including me. But these new uh, you know, chips bring in a lot of functionality and features, uh, Excel, uh, uh, ray tracing, and you got rendering is faster. I mean, they could do a lot of stuff. I watched it. They stay claiming up to 50% over the M1. Uh, they, they also made some claim of uh, multi-threading performance is 80% faster uh, from the M1. So, uh, wow. I mean, you talk about some huge price jumps. I mean, huge performance jumps from the M1 to the M3. So, uh, if you are in the Intel era, if you're still holding on to Intel Mac, uh, definitely time to, to go it on and, and upgrade because... Uh, the performance that you're going to get is is astronomical. One of the things that I do like about my MacBook and MacBooks, period, right, is that the battery life is always it, this mind blowing battery life. Listen, man, I have a a couple of uh, you know laptops on the Intel side, right, Windows laptops, right, and I dare bring it into the coffee house. And I'm talking to, and if I do some work, some editing, or, or some, uh, you know, in, some work on those uh, computers, listen, man, I'm going to get about three hours of battery life, four hours tops, right? Doing some heavy tasks. But when I bring my MacBook, uh, I get hours and hours and hours of battery life. So that is a good thing. Not only that, but when you're getting like the, the M3s or the M2s or even the M1s, you get the same performance unplugged as you do plugged and that is huge because with you know like i say my experience with windows laptops when you unplug it uh you get performance degradation so uh it's just something that happens a lot uh with most people laptops if they unplug it so that is a good thing listen man also the prices uh of these macbooks now it's a three nanometer process uh, the M3 got eight cores, eight CPU cores, 10 uh, GPU cores. And then we talk of base models here. Uh, the M3 Pro has 12 cores and 18 GPU, uh, GPU cores. And the M3 Max have 16 CPU cores and 40 GPU cores up to 128 gigs of uh, memory. We talk about a laptop, baby. We talk about a laptop with all this power in it. So uh, it, it's it's going to be interesting to see uh, the future. And listen, man, I am not in the the market of buying a laptop. So it, listen, the 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 Macs are not for me right now because my MacBook Pro that I have works great, so I don't have no issues with it. The M1 that I have is is just absolutely marvelous. 
Uh, so they went away with the 13-inch MacBook. Now they got the the 14-inch MacBook. Um, and so, I mean, look, it is what it is. But the thing about it is the price, right? Since they got rid of the 13-inch MacBook, there's no longer $11.99 or $10.99 price points, right? Remember the $10.99, $11.99 price points. Since the 13-inch MacBook is gone, now the base model MacBook Pro 14-inch uh, with the M3, it's $15.99. So you have to be, be look at that also. So if you do jump into the base model, 14-inch MacBook, $1,600, man. That, that's that's going to be a hard pill to swallow. Uh, also, with the 16-inch MacBook, uh, you're looking at $24.99. So uh, just so y'all guys know that uh, $24.99, I mean, and then it goes up from there. I mean, if you max out, if you start maxing out these these uh, you know, MacBook Pros, man. You're looking almost close to seven thousand dollars, man. So Apple don't play, but the, we used to that. We we used to Apple doing this. So um, wow. And then they came out with a new color, right? The space black. Uh, from all the videos that I saw, uh, it looked more of a dark grayish. Uh, than the space black. You know, black is black, right? You, you, this black, black, black. But uh, space black, it looks pretty neat right it looked like a a dark darker grayish to me but uh, i haven't saw it in person I, I just saw it in videos uh 22 hours of battery life which is something that's wow man that is whoo that's that's a lot of battery life on on a extremely high-end laptop so that is good man so apple knocked it out the park in my opinion man uh, and it came out with a 24-inch iMac with the M3. You can get it up to 24 gigs of memory. Obviously, the price is going to go up. Uh, but that that start off at $12.99 for the 8 gigs, man, um, and $256. So just be careful, man, if you're going to get an iMac, even though the base model is uh, $12.99. Make sure you have the storage uh, available for you. Listen, for me, I use SSDs, right? So uh, even though my Mac Studio has, you know, uh, a lot of storage, I still edit all my videos off of SSD. So I really don't touch internal storage too much. Listen, I got three SSDs connected to my Macs, right? So if to me, I don't, uh, I would say 512, but if you get the 256, you'll be fine if you if you get external SSDs, right? So if you got external SSD, you put all your programs and all your documents and photos and videos and, and everything that you do on your external SSDs, which is probably cheaper. You could probably get SSDs, uh, you know, one terabyte SSD for, you know, 100 bucks maybe. So, you know, you think about it like that, then uh, for me, I, I do everything off external SSDs. I just, that's how I, that's my workflow. So 256 wouldn't bother me too much, but I do understand for the long haul, for the future, you might want to look at storage options and RAM out, uh, options, right? Eight gigs, uh, I don't know about eight gigs, right? I would at least go 16 gigs or something like that. So just keep that in mind. But the price is expensive. That's what we expect from Apple, right? Prices is always expensive with Apple. But uh, yeah, man, I mean, listen, we got to see what it's all about. So that is... My thoughts about the Apple event. So let's talk about the OnePlus Open, right? What if, you know, uh, I passed on the OnePlus Open. I decided to get 
uh, my microphone uh, instead of getting the OnePlus open. That was my options. I had the OnePlus open or a microphone, and I chose a limited edition microphone. This, this is a limited edition. To me, I got 230 phones. I have over 10 foldable phones. So, listen, man, I am not pervy to, to missing out on the excitement of foldable devices because I have so many of them. So that's why I made a, a decision for me to go with a microphone. And that was just my decision. But from everybody that has the OnePlus open, a lot, lot of the videos I've, I've watched, uh, even this my inner circle of people that do have the OnePlus open, I'm hearing things like the best foldable of 2023. Uh, Samsung, it has to catch up. Um, you know, OnePlus knocked it out the park. You know, the camera system is unmatched in the foldable game. Uh, you know, all the specs you ever wanted in a foldable device is available here with the OnePlus open. Uh, perfection. This, this is all, this, this is what I'm hearing out there. Perfection, the best foldable of 2023. Samsung need to open open their eyes because they're behind the game. Think about this, right? I understand that we talk about OnePlus, which is a, a parent company of Opal, right? And Opal been making you know foldables for years, right? But in the United States, OnePlus is so just say this day first foldable, right? First foldable from OnePlus first foldable from Google. OnePlus knocked it out the park with the specs, the cameras, the hardware, the display, everything else in between. And I think for the most part, people are enjoying the OnePlus devices. Now, you know, you hear the stuff that, okay, can you trust OnePlus, right? Uh, you know, would you, would you take a OnePlus over a Samsung? Samsung has more credibility than OnePlus. I don't think that's the case here. OnePlus been making devices for a very long time. OnePlus, remember OnePlus came out with a device, the OnePlus One, it came out with high specs, low cost, never settling, right? Remember that, never settling? 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 <laughs> so, uh, but OnePlus is going back to their roots. They give you more for less, right? And not only that, but a lot of people say, well, $1,600, right? $1,599, however much it costs. But if you go on the OnePlus website, right? I'm sorry, it's, yeah, it's $1,499. What a, what a trade-in. And what, what a, well, sorry, $1,699. Well, I'm looking on the website right now. I say $1,699, but $1,499 with, with $200 off any trade-in. So, if you have a broken phone or if you have anything, you can get it for $14.99, right? It, it, you can have an old phone or whatever. And listen, $14.99 is still expensive, but it's not $18, uh, $17.99 like the Samsung and $17.99 like the Pixel. So it's still undercutting the competition, which is a great thing. Think about this, right? You get 512 gigs of storage. You get 16 gigs of RAM. You get a power brick in a box. You get a beautiful... Beautiful hardware, beautiful cameras, beautiful this and beautiful that for $14.99. It's not bad. And I'm sure that if you anybody that has a broken phone or something that a trade in, you know, they get $200 off, this, that, that, that you you good to go. So this is one of the reasons why a lot of people are flocking to the OnePlus devices because of the price point, because of the hardware, because of the specs, 
because of the you know the overall aesthetic and oneplus software a lot of people love it oneplus software which is great so that is a good thing my thoughts about the oneplus open after watching a lot of other people video and the people that have been consulted in my inner circle uh they're absolutely loving it and yes we need that competition yes samsung need to open their eyes samsung need to do something different we're on the fifth generation of Z, uh, the, the foldables they're foldables and they haven't changed all they're doing is doing internals. The, the cameras has been the same for the last couple of years. Uh, and we still haven't got external display uh, pin support and stuff like that. Now, a lot of people say, well, the OnePlus Open don't have pin support, don't have desktop mode. Well, we've heard rumor that it's that it, a software update can bring that feature to the OnePlus Open, which is insane. Why? Why do that? But... We're hearing that the OnePlus Open may have desktop support. So we have to wait and see what that's all about. But that's my thoughts about the OnePlus Open, man. I mean, I, listen, everybody's enjoying it. I think it's it's a fantastic uh, phone for what I've seen. Uh, and I uh, can't wait to, to see the OnePlus Open 2, which is probably going to be on my list for next year. All right, so let's talk about some strange news here and about uh, Microsoft CEO Santi and Nadella admits giving up on Windows Phone may have uh, Windows Mobile, Windows Phone may have been a mistake. And listen, man, one of the things that these companies have to understand is that if you coming in the game and you got Apple and Samsung and you got Android and Apple, right? Let me see Samsung. It says Samsung is not Android, but if you got Android and Apple and you want to be the third player, that means that you got to do more. You have to market yourself better. You have to have fantastic product. You got to cater to the developers. You have to do, you have to work your ass off to be the number three, right? You Listen, so for me, Windows Phone had a great concept. It was a great, you know, uh, path forward. But the mistakes that Microsoft made was that they didn't get with the developers, right? They didn't tweak the operating system to make it simple to port over, you know, Android apps to their platform. And yes, they did it, but it took them a long time, but it was already over at that point, right? Android had this so many devices that Microsoft had to compete with, but Microsoft was right there, but they just didn't, I don't know. I just felt that they didn't care at that point. So what did Microsoft did? They closed their Windows mobile department and they switched everything to Android. And that didn't work, right? And so they come out with their dual screen devices. The, the Surface Dual 1, when it was released, it was a disaster. High, high price device, bad software, horrible cameras, right? And... It got better over time with software updates. But here's the problem. I mean, it took the device eight to nine months to get better. That's The user don't have time to be waiting eight months for you to make your phone better. They'll just go to a Samsung or they'll just go to another foldable at that point, right? Especially when you're asking for fifteen dollars to $1,600 for these devices. You have to be on point. Okay, so they released the Surface Dual 2. You know, they fix a lot of things. They compromise on hardware, which they, it couldn't close flat. Well, open, it couldn't open flat because they had the, the camera hump 
right? The photos was was not up to par with, you know, the price point that they was asking. So they, you know, it was it was a, not a bad start for them, right? And not only that, if I'm not mistaken, the Surface Dual Two is still on Android 12. And again, they didn't gave up on another project, leaving users out there in the dust. So even if Microsoft was to get back into the mobile game, it's no way in hell that users will ever trust Microsoft. You 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 left Windows Phone users in the dust. You came out with the Surface Duo, and then you just you leaving the users in the dust. You basically canceled that project. So how many times are you going to keep on smoking the users into believing that you're going to support the device, come out with great hardware, great software, keep on, you know, moving up the ladder with your devices. You know, how could you, how could people trust you at that point? I would never put my trust in Microsoft when it come down to their smartphones. I wouldn't even recommend my users to even try them out. I didn't even get a Surface Duo 2 uh, because I believed that I was going to wait for that device to to drop down in price, right? And so what would happen was some manipulation in the system, right? Think about this. The price didn't go down, and the reason why is because it, a lot of places was out of stock. So it, it created high demand, which kept the price at a at a high level, right? I mean, come on, man. Microsoft don't even have Android 13 on their devices. Now, we're on Android 14, and a lot of people criticize me for talking about LG. At least all my LG phones were most all the last devices that came out in 2020 is on Android 13 that's getting security patches. We had a the we got a high expensive device in the Microsoft ecosystem that doesn't even get any software updates, and that is horrible, man. You know, and we you we these companies expect us to buy into their narrative. How could we buy into a narrative where you don't even support your devices? You kill Windows Phone, right? You left many, many people in the dust. Then you try to switch to Android. That didn't work. Then you try to come out with a dual screen device, but you you stop support on it. I mean, you don't support your product. So why would users buy into the narrative? All right. So that's my thoughts about that, right? Microsoft screwed up. If they made a mistake, guess what? You made a mistake. You've been made a mistake. It's been years, years, years. So yes, they've definitely dropped the ball. Let's talk about the Unihurst tank, right? I dropped a video, unboxing video earlier this week. Um, and one thing that I, I noticed having the tank one, tank two, tank three, I got all three of them, right? Is that... The Tank 3 has grown up. Got a little fatter, a little heavier, but it grow is growing up. Uh, I think what Unihertz is trying to do is no more of, you know, lagging back on specs, no more lagging back on features and functionality. They want to be in the, the conversation of flagships. And I see what they're doing. Now, nah, don't get me wrong. You're not carrying this in gym shorts. You're not putting this down in your pocket because if you don't have a belt on, this will drag it down. It is very heavy. It is bigger than the Tank 1, Tank 2. It's heavier than the Tank 1 and the Tank 2. So, But the specs 
Dimensity 8200, 16 gigs of RAM, 512 gigs of storage, dual SIM support, SD card support, 120 hertz display. I mean, God. I mean, Unihertz went all out on this device, and I got a lot of videos coming out for it because I I really enjoyed the Unihertz devices because I've been using a Unihertz tank as my daily driver. So when I switch my SIM to the Unihertz tank 3, it just feels better, it's smoother, animations is faster, the processing speed is faster. Um, check out the camera reviews that I'm gonna do with the device. Uh, Listen, this device, listen, it's so crazy that I am still on, let me kind of give you guys some real-time specs here. I'm 91% battery life on this thing, and I've been having it, I think the last time I charged this device was five, four or five days ago. <laughs> so four days ago, maybe about four days ago, I, I fully charged this device, and I'm at 91% battery life, and I've been using it all day every day so that gives you a kind of a jest on battery life so far right i've been using the phone for at least uh the last time i charged the phone i've been having the phone for about two weeks the last time i charged the phone was about four days ago i'm at 91 percent battery life i've been using it every day it is phenomenal the bad there's no words about battery life uh, i got a lot of videos coming out for the universe tank so be on the lookout for that baby all right Man, so that's my thoughts about everything here. Techtober is over, baby. Now we're almost at the end of the year. We're going to talk about some giveaways later on that I'm doing this year. We're also going to, uh, you know, get, in, get into the holiday season, where the good deals at, get ready for Black Friday and stuff like that. But there we go, baby. Another episode of the Tech Preacher Podcast, baby. That's what I'm talking about. Uncut. Man. Ooh. Listen, man, if you have any questions, leave it down in the comments down below. Let me know what you think about Apple, OnePlus, Microsoft, and the Unihurst Tank. Man, that's what I'm talking about. We're going to get on out of here. We're going to see y'all guys next week, same bad place, same bad time, baby. The, the Tech Preacher Uncut, baby. Guess what, baby? This Uncut is unscripted right I, I come up with topics i'm giving you guys my thoughts that's why you know you hit me a little stutter in here and there this is my thoughts man you know what i'm saying so listen this podcast won't be perfect it won't be perfect it won't be like uh be reading the script me reading this and reading that i just want y'all guys to know how i think about some products and services and i'm gonna keep this up and i think it's gonna be great i really appreciate everybody that watch and everybody that listen to these podcasts baby Ooh, that's up baby listen you hear that bass if you in your car man or you got headphones or you hear that bass baby that's what i'm talking about we're gonna see y'all guys next week later all right we out of here baby <laughs>